In the name of Jesus, amen. During our time together this evening, what I would like to do is for us to all take a trip down memory lane. So uh, we're going to go together this evening, and what I'd like for you to do is to try to remember that time in your life when you first moved out of the house. Right, so try to think back to that time when you were on your own, independent for the first time, away from mom and dad. And uh, we're going to say today that if you went away to college, I'm talking about your first apartment with friends, or uh, maybe it was after you got married and you were moving into your home with your spouse, uh, just think about that first time on your own. Now, I, I think for many of us, there are a lot of lessons about life you learn during that time, aren't there? Uh, a lot of things you probably cannot learn when you're with mom and dad and you need a little bit of that separation. We could talk about a lot of Uh, I'd like to focus on just one of those lessons that I think many of us came to during that time in our life. And uh, Anna, tonight, you're going to get a little head start, so hopefully you'll be ahead of the game. Uh, I'd like to focus on the lesson many of us learned living on our own, that is, that everything comes from someone. Uh, I know that you learn, right? We all have that moment where we begin to notice things we never noticed before living with mom or dad. And we begin to see things that were there before at home with mom or dad, but that we had always taken for granted. And you begin to learn, maybe slowly over time when you're on your own, that, that there are not little elves moving things around, putting things in place at night. So, for example, you, you learn when you're living on your own that bathrooms don't just clean themselves, right? Some of you learn that much quicker than others of us, but everyone learns it. Uh, mom and dad were doing that before when you were at home, but when you're on your own, you realize after you walk into a, a restroom that hasn't been cleaned in weeks and it's a little gross, you realize someone did that. It was mom and now it's going to have to be me. Or, or maybe it's the realization that food doesn't buy itself and cook itself and put itself on the table and then clean up after itself, right? Someone had been or you as you grew up. Uh, that, to me, was one of the most shocking things. Uh, it wasn't that I didn't know that my parents cooked for me. I was just so in the routine of going to school and then going for a run and then being starving and sitting down feast before me. But when you live on your own, no one's there to do that, and that someone is you now. Uh, or, or maybe it's a lesson that clothes don't fold themselves or put them away or that when you're living on your own, there's all this stuff you need, right? Like a couch and a bed and a TV and maybe a few pieces of art for the walls. And those things came from someone too. Someone had to pay for them. Someone hard-earned money bought them. And uh, now it's going to have to be you. It was mom or dad before, but now, but now it's you. It's an important lesson to learn, isn't it? That everything comes from someone. I think we would all like to think that it's a lesson that we know, right, and that we've learned, but uh, I know for myself that I'm still learning it. Uh, I still have those moments where there are things, uh, maybe I'll come home and there'll be something hanging up or something, and uh, it will have been there for three weeks, but I'll look at, at it and I'll think, where did that come from? <laughs> right? And the obvious answer, at least I hope, is my wife because there's no one else living with us, so I hope it came from her, but it came from somewhere. Or I'm using something and then I, I just pause and think to myself, where did this come from, right? It came from somewhere. Things just don't appear. And, and when you learn that lesson, however long it takes, suddenly I think not only is your life a little different, but your heart is a little different, isn't it? 
when you begin to realize that everything comes from someone and that someone for decades, uh, a couple decades at least, had been mom or dad, suddenly your heart is filled with gratitude, isn't it? Uh, I, I know. Uh, I'm still appreciative of all that my parents did for me, having to do it, uh, much of it now, right? You, you realize that you are so thankful for all they did. And your previous apathy or just indifference, right, suddenly becomes praise. Or, or your greed or your envy or your disappointment in what you didn't have suddenly gets turned into contentment and joy because you realize what you do have, it's, it's a gift. It's an important lesson to learn. Everything comes from someone. And I think that that is the amazing blessing of today and tomorrow, this Thanksgiving holiday. And, and what we're gathered together to do today is... Uh, Today and tomorrow are are days to remember that everything comes from someone and then to give that praise to that someone. Uh, That's the lesson the disciples were learning in our reading for today. Uh, We read about it on page 3, that story from Mark 6. I think a very familiar story to to many of us, one that you might have heard before, the feeding of the 5,000, right? And and you might have even remembered how it went. There was Jesus and... But these crowds came to him and he began to teach them. And he was teaching them like they had never been taught before. And the way he was saying it was amazing. No one had ever heard someone teach like him. But, but when he began to teach, as it went on, the day got late. And what the disciples realized is that they were hungry. <laughs> and so what the disciples suggested Jesus is that he send everyone back home, that he scatter the crowds so that everyone can go to the marketplaces, the grocery stores of their day, and buy something to eat. And what Jesus is reminding them through this miracle is that the food in the marketplaces and the grocery store shelves didn't just appear there, (laughs) but that that food came from somewhere. And so by taking these five loaves of bread and, and two fish, Jesus is reminding them who the originator of everything is. He's, he's telling them that he is the giver of every gift. They thought that you just walked into a marketplace and bought the food off of the shelves. But Jesus is reminding them of where that food and every gift comes from. It all comes from someone and he's reminding them that it all comes from him. And I, I pray that that would be our reminder today, that we would pause today and tomorrow to remember that everything that we have comes from God, whether it's the physical gifts like fish or bread or cars or homes or clothes or or whether it's the spiritual gifts, the things that we can't see with our eyes like love and grace and mercy, the eternal things. And when we begin to remember that everything comes from someone and that that someone is God, again, it it changes us and it changes our hearts because suddenly we we become so much more thankful to God for all that we have. And our our apathy and our indifference to life and grace and forgiveness suddenly turns into praise. And And our envy and our greed and our disappointment over the stuff of life that we don't have, that everyone else seems to have, that becomes contentment and joy because we realize that we deserve nothing and yet Jesus that he gives us everything. So I don't, I don't know if you have a gratitude practice in your life, like a way of intentionally and repeatedly reminding yourself of the blessings that you have and then turning those blessings into thanks to God. I don't know if you have a way of doing that. I, I hope you do. Um, 
Maybe for you, your gratitude practice happens once a year, today and tomorrow, and you go around the table and everyone in your little group says something they're thankful for. That's a really great practice, I think. Uh, But maybe you do the same thing just every night around the dinner table, whether it's just you or with your family. You take some time as you lift up a prayer to, to be thankful for the day's blessings. Or, or maybe you give your thanks as your head is hitting the pillow and you're drifting off into dreamland and you, you just try to call to mind all of the gifts of that particular day and, and say your thanks to God. I don't know what your practice is. Maybe you write it down in a journal as, as a way of keeping track of all the ways that you've been blessed and how thankful you are. Uh, That is one of the ways, actually, that I have tried to create gratitude in my own life. I I have a little journal, and each morning I try, I try to write three things I'm grateful for. If I'm being honest, uh, there are a very few days where that is so easy. (laughs) I I look at my life, and I just see the blessings, and I just see them everywhere, and it's easy to scribble down three things I'm thankful for. But if I'm being honest, there's a lot of days where it's hard to come up with more than one or two things. I write down my wife, of course, she's on the list, but then I think, what else could I be thankful for? And it's a struggle because of my own self-centeredness and my greed and my indifference and my apathy and my disappointment in what I don't have, my own sinful heart. But I I think what today reminds us of and what the story reminds us of, that, that when we're looking to count our blessings and we're wondering what do we have to give thanks for, all we have to do is look around and we will see that we have so much because everything came from someone and that someone was God. And yet what I think Jesus reminds us of too is that even if everything we look around and see should be taken from that then all we would have to do is look to the cross and we still have so much and it all came from Jesus. It's name.